game week in Atlanta, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai. Breaks the tackle. Oh, and he's gone. House call. Touchdown. And we're a point after away from being all tied up. We'll hear from Georgia Tech football head coach Brent Key and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech football, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Runs it right, slams into the end zone. Touchdown, Jackets! Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Thursday evening to you. Welcome into another edition of the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by a Hyundai. A little more than 48 hours until the roadshow continues for your Yellow Jackets back in ACC play Saturday as they head to Winston-Salem and the Legacy Stadium to take on the 3-0 Wake Forest Demon Deacons. We'll, of course, break that down and much more over the next hour with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Brent Key, as always, driven by Hyundai here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. My name is Andy Demetra. And without further ado, let's welcome him in, head coach of your Yellow Jackets, Brent Key. Coach, great to catch up with you again. How are things? Going good, going good. Uh, you know, it's the, it, it's always refreshing to to be reminded that I was saying it right my entire life, saying Hyundai, not Hyundai. That I was the one that was always correct, and in the in the Hyundai, like Sunday, it's Hyundai, and now that they are such a uh, uh, you know a sponsor for us, it, it's really refreshing that I've been saying that correctly. I didn't know this was such a, a big point of contention for you going back home, the, the Hyundai pronunciation. No, I'm excited. I'm Absolutely. Very excited, very excited about it. As Yellow Jacket fans ought to be. But I know you're excited because you got another opportunity in the ACC versus Wake Forest. What have you guys been working on this week coming out of that Ole Miss game? Yeah, working on consistency. Uh, you know, the big thing is, and I told the team, you know, you know play, you've played a lot of good football. And, uh, you know, it's not it's not the thing not not the point of hey we have we have a chance to be a good team we're, we're a good football team we, we are a good football team when we play together when we do things the right way all right when we you know when we're disciplined all right we are a good football team all right now the challenge is all right are you a good football team for completely four quarters are you a good football team now that can finish that, that that's what that's what great football teams do okay i don't look at great football teams on championships won. I look at great football teams are teams that go out and execute the plan. They do what they're supposed to do. They do it the right way. They play with poise. They play, you know, they're able to execute. They play with discipline. All right. And they play together as a team, all three phases, all right. You know, through ups and downs, through highs and lows, regardless of what the scoreboard says, great teams are a collection of men that can get together and achieve one common goal. Uh, you're not one for sugarcoating, and you certainly didn't sugarcoat things when you talked to the media earlier today about the way you saw your guys respond in practice on Wednesday, but they heard that message loud and clear when they came back earlier today. You said on Tuesday, there are no moral victories around here, and I know that's not the first time you have said that, but at the same time, you were down seven points on the road versus the number 17 team in the nation with 10 minutes to go. Is it important to keep that context with the players to make sure that their confidence doesn't get unnecessarily undermined because of the final score or the outcome? How, how important is managing that message for you as a coach, given a game like what you had last Saturday? Yeah, it, that's that's a, a large percent of what you do as a head coach. You, you're you're managing the the the, the emotions of, of these young men and you know of. of 
them having confidence, but understanding understanding reality, right? Understanding, you know, what's real, uh, you know, what what's really going on, um, you know, in, in in the game of football and the preparation for the game, all those things. So there's so many external distractions these kids have, you know, when they leave the building, you know, whether you know from all around, from social media, from you know, internet, you know, news, whatever it is. There's so many distractions for these guys to keep them all on the same page and all understanding truly what, you know where they're at and where they stand you know that's that, that's what we talk about with being black and white with things you know hey you have a good day of practice you're, you're told you have a good day of practice right you have a bad day of practice i'm going to tell you you did not have that you had a bad day of practice and we're going to fix it the next day by whatever means necessary that we have to and you know if you play a good game and don't win all right i'm going to tell you that you played a good game right and we didn't win all right it's no different when you win and you play a bad game right you know there's 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 such a, a, a false sense of reality at times when you know, a team goes and wins and doesn't play well, and they think that you know just because they won the, that the outcome, you know, they got the outcome that they wanted. Well, the process to get there wasn't the right one right, and, and and that's what it's about. If you're going to build a, you know, as I said, a great football team, a team that can you know be a collection of men that you know play together, you know, to achieve one goal. Did you've got to be real with them. Well, just as real when you win and you didn't play well as you did when you lose a game and you did play well at times. You look back at that Ole Miss game. You had 89 plays run. That, that was the most in a regulation game at Georgia Tech in at least 15 years. You controlled the clock for more than 39 minutes. You didn't commit a penalty. You didn't commit a turnover. So from a, a ball control standpoint, were you pleased with the way that you did kind of bend that game in the direction that, that perhaps you wanted it? Yeah, we were. You know, that was the, the plan going in. It was, it was to maintain possession of the ball. It wasn't about time of possession. It was about possessions. And uh, I think I talked about that last week, that it was about, you know, maintaining our possessions of the ball, right? Keeping the, you know, keeping their possessions low, right? But also, it's the scoring average of those possessions. And that's, that's where we didn't, you know, didn't meet the goal. And look, you know, amount of plays, does it matter? Yeah, it matters. It gives you more opportunities to score. Does time of possession matter? Yeah, because you're on the field more time with the opportunity, opportunity to score. All right, but the, 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 the area of the game that we did not win and we, and we lost by a long shot was explosives, you know, generating explosives and, and defending explosives. So, you know, you, know you, you go about a game a certain way, you have a certain game plan that, that you go out and execute and you're executing it. Well, you know, when the time comes to, to hit those plays, you know, we've got to, you've got to make them. When it was 24-17, 10 minutes remaining, uh, what'd you identify from that point forward as, as areas where you need to see improvement from your team on that defensive side? Yeah, well, so it's 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 everywhere. I mean, you know, when when you have, uh, you know, a game like that, right? And, and you've played for whatever amount of time and stayed true to the 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 beliefs of the of the program that we teach and, and we preach all the time. Of there there is no scoreboard. Forget the last play. Move on to the next play. You know, whether you know the play was good or bad. You know, you got to move on to the next. Well, for the, for that time at the end, we we lost sight of that. And you know the the play did not match the play from earlier in the game. And that's not saying that mistakes happened, you know didn't occur earlier. Mistakes did late. All right, just the overall play. Right, it was it was scoreboard driven. It was outcome driven, and, and that's not what we're about, and that's not what we want to be about. So we have to get that corrected. Haynes King. Another uh, stellar game throwing the football for your redshirt sophomore. Begins the week ninth in the nation. 303 passing yards per game. How did you feel he performed managing running the offense versus Ole Miss? And, and how have you seen the, the confidence of the offense kind of grow a, a, around Haynes? Yeah, it's, it's, it's belief in 
the execution, really. It, it's the uh, you know, it's the belief in the guys on the field that when, when he's out there, he's going to put them in the right play. Right? He's going to put them in the right position to have success. Now it's up to them to go out and, and execute their assignment, to execute and to do their job. Uh, and when you got when you have a guy like that, and, and he's competitive, and he's competitive. You know the toughness uh, that he shows. You know, play in and play out. Uh, you know, you, you, you the 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 confidence is what allows guys around him to really to elevate their play. And he is leading an offense that's currently 14th nationally in total offense. We're a third of the way into the season now. What is that next step for Haynes in his evolution as your quarterback? You know, there's, there's always, you're always climbing the ladder. I mean, you're either getting better or worse. That, that's, there's no truer phrase in, in, in all of athletics than that. So, you know, continuing to improve, continuing to know what he's doing well so he can continue to do it well and continue to understand what he is not doing well so he can elevate those, those parts of his game. All right, it will certainly not be an offense-optional night at a legacy stadium. Wake Forest averaging better than 30 points per game each of the last six seasons and at a record of 3-0 to begin the year. First matchup between Georgia Tech and... And Wake Forest got to go all the way back to 2017, but renewing acquaintances at 6.30 on Saturday night. We're just getting started. Plenty more to come with the head coach of your Yellow Jackets, Brent Key. This is the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai, and you're listening to it right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. And we're back with the action. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever? That's right, Jim. With an irresistible taste and zero sugar, Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any sports fan. So make sure you... Wait, Jim, I didn't mean try it right now. We're still on the air. Mmm, best Coke ever? Take a taste, Jen. Really? No, not right now, Jen. we got a game to call. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. In the stadium and around ATL, you can find New Realm's delicious Georgia Tech collaboration brews, Ale of an Engineer Golden Ale, and Hella Vienna Lager. Find them near you today by using the beer finder at newrealmbrewing.com and visit New Realm's Atlanta Brewery at 550 Somerset Terrace on the East Side Beltline Trail. We're writing the next chapter of a story program. Same name, new look. Same game, new attitude. Same grind, new story. And a brand new game day tradition. Join us prior to Georgia Tech football's home game versus Bowling Green on Saturday, September 30th at 3.30 p.m. As multi-platinum country songwriter and artist Chris Jansen will be in concert at a hell of a block party driven by Hyundai. Festivities begin at 11.30 a.m. and the concert is free. For tickets and more info, visit ramblinrack.com. Sting him. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Atlanta, home of cloud, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city, you have to reflect it. And our story 
is Atlanta Story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta. And what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football. Georgia Tech football continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Is Coke Zero Sugar the best Coke ever? Take a taste. Once again, we invite you to join us on Saturday night. Yeah, another Saturday night game for your Yellow Jackets on the road as they take on Wake Forest. Kick time at 6.30. Our network airtime 4.30 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Wake Forest with wins to begin the year over Elon, then Vanderbilt, and had to really rally down 24-7 midway through the third quarter at Old Dominion. But they uh, closed that game with a 27-24 win. So Georgia Tech now with a chance to put that first blemish on the Demon Deacons record. Back here with head coach Brent Key. Uh, I will say this while knocking on wood because I know if I don't, you'll get really mad at me. You guys are the least penalized team in the nation right now. Zero penalties. There you go. You hear that in the background? Brent's knocking the wood as well. There you go. Uh, zero penalties versus Ole Miss. That hadn't happened in a game at Georgia Tech since 2018. And I know every coach everywhere preaches to his guys, don't commit penalties. But why has your team been so disciplined at that so far? The belief in it, the, the, the commitment to it, that it's, it's, it helps create margin for us to, to, to be successful in games. And look, you know, we've got to continue to believe that. And, and it's like nothing, it's no different than anything else that, you know, look, there were a lot of penalties in that game that could have been called on us, right? Our job as coaches is to go out and show what those are, right? Again, we're not outcome-based in that, you know, oh, there, only, there were zero flags thrown. Well, there was 12 times that a flag could have been thrown, right? Well, we better identify it, we better correct it, and we better make sure we don't do it again. I, I didn't expect that kind of honesty. You know, nothing that goes, even though the flag's not tossed, doesn't mean that the guy... Uh, Necessarily played clean on that play then. Both sides. Very nice. Uh, what about when you were an offensive lineman? I know there was never a chance, not even a question. You played clean every single snap. I tried. So you're of the belief that if it was... Wait, 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 from, from a penalty standpoint? From a penalty from, standpoint, yeah. Yeah, well, from a penalty standpoint, I mean, I've had penalties. I mean, mm -hmm. nobody, nobody's perfect. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's, uh, no, it, I'm, I'm a big believer in that, you know, the, the the technique and the fundamentals that you coach right, have so much to do with you know penalties that occur within a play you know, uh, you know holding you know pass interference uh, on either side hands to the face all those things that, that we call combat penalties which look you 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 live with some of the combat penalties you do but if you, if you get your you know you use the right footwork you put your hands where they belong you 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 have your right you know see the right reads and keys right, you can prevent a lot of those by your technique and fundamentals that's why technique and fundamentals are, are they're never not taught in practice right now one's pre-snap and post-snap th those are those are discipline you know th those are discipline penalties and um 
you know, you, you harp on them, you, you coach them, you coach against them, and you do everything you can, you know, to try to have the, th that not happen. But, I mean, to have zero penalties called in the game, that was, you know, that, that's a rarity in, in its own. Uh, you know, so I'd love to see it continue to occur, but it's it's the ones that we, we can't we can't kill drives on either side of the ball or, or let drives uh, you know be sustained because of penalties. Yeah, only five penalties tossed against the Yellow Jackets in three games. Good segue to your offensive line, and I know in the preseason you pressed them to get better in pass protection. Have they closed that gap and gotten closer to? Where you need them to be, Ole Miss came in ninth in the nation in sacks, and they had two sacks, but it was only for a total of five yards. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, you know, again, sacks are numbers on paper that sometimes are misleading. You know, sometimes, you know, you might have not given up a sack or given up one sack, but yet the quarterback was pressured, you know, 10, 12 times. So sacks aren't the only, you know, barometer and, or, or I should say measuring stick when it comes to the performance. Um, you know, it's it's, you know, Eliminating eliminating negative plays, you know, in, in the run game. That's a big one. It's, it, it's being able to gain, you know, you know, the yardage that's efficient on on those downs. It's being able to allow the quarterback to, you know, have, have time to get rid of the ball. And yeah, I think the, the, the offense line has done a, a really good job at improving on that. You no, know, do we have, you know, a lot of stuff to continue to do and get better? At? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's it, that's never going to change. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah. To, to, to say what Jeep Wade has done with those guys to be able to have, you know, some guys that have been here, uh, you know, Connor come in as a transfer, you know, only getting here this summer, you know, not being a spring guy. Have Ethan come in, again, as a true freshman and, and not – not here in the spring and have those guys playing are their mistakes yeah i mean ethan had two the other night that i vividly remember you know 25 years ago making the same mistakes you know and as i think i said somewhere earlier i mean i i made a lot more of them than he did so uh you know that that's some of the uh you know, the bumps that you go through with a with a freshman out there and you know the good thing is you you won't see him make him again make him those same mistakes again so that's why you try to create those uh those, those situations in practice and have those things come in, up in practice and try to make your practice as hard as games so that now when something does happen in a practice it's not totally different or removed from that game time so there's eliminating negative plays and then there's generating negative plays and, and i'm curious uh, getting more negative plays out of your defense and that's still a work in progress i'm sure what have you and andrew thacker talked about to generate more pressure and, and unlock that ability that you know is in there with with your current core of guys. Yeah, we've got we've got we've got to continue to improve there. You know, we had uh, you know the percentage of uh, plays run last week that were you know had some sort of a negative play within it were, were better than they had been the first two games. Still not where we want to be, where we desire to be, and where we are working to be as a defense. Um, you know, it, it comes down to individual play as well as uh, you know collective things we can do on the defensive side that can can help us do that you know whether it be you know different movements or pressures or you know you know guys you know just coming down to winning their one-on-one -on -one battle and you know you know getting penetration and getting in the backfield so all those things uh are combined uh reasons that we, we've got to continue to get better there do you, do you see a correlation between not getting enough penetration and disruption up front and giving up some of those explosives in the back in the second half uh, you know, you, you can see it both ways. Sometimes, sometimes guys, you know, get to the backfield, create havoc, and they, you know, they create seams in the seams in the defense, and explosives occur in the run game. So it, it goes hand in hand in what you've got to, uh, you know, get better at. But yeah, when the quarterback has time to sit back and and, and you know find find open receivers, it's uh, um, you know, it's a 
it, it, it lets him get more and more comfortable as the game goes on. And, and you know, the days of sitting back and, you know, dropping back seven steps and, you know, going through a full field progression, they're just, they're not there really anymore. I don't they're recall not. the last time I even said seven step drop in a broadcast. No, I mean, yeah. goodness. I mean, look, look at some of the, the, the plays that, that Haynes has had and how quick the ball comes out. And that's, you know, you talk about what, you know, the offensive line will, you know, in, in credit, you know, the credit, a lot of the credits, you know, to the way Buster calls, you know, the the shot plays or the the passing game that the ball does come out, and that, that was something that, for that I've been impressed with him for a long time, and, and he calls it because, you know, you you've got to call it through the eyes of the quarterback one, and then what the offensive line has the ability to execute number two. I know you were looking forward to seeing what your team can dial up on both sides, versus Wake Forest again this Saturday. Tommy's Leather six thirty at a Legacy Stadium in Winston Salem. We'll break down that match against Wake Forest. Much more to come here with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Brent Key. This is the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Hey, babe, you ready to go? Our reservation is at 730. Yes, but could you get my earrings off the kitchen counter, please? Sure. Oh, the sideliner. I don't see him. Wait, I was in the guest kitchen. Coming through, Duke. Careful. No. Try the game room kitchen. Okay. Uh, not here. Were you in the bowling alley? We have a bowling alley? $7 million can get you that kind of house, too. Play the billionaire that hands a scratcher. Part of the Billionaire Club series from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. You know Georgia Tech football is exciting to watch. But here's something you might not see. Many of the mechanical and HVAC systems on Tech's campus that make game day and everyday comfortable were built by the hands of a United Association, Local Union 72 plumber, pipe fitter, or HVAC technician. We do important work that makes a difference. If you're smart, like making great money, working with your hands, and you want a career that makes a difference, join us. Visit UA72.org. Recycle. Compost. Eat local. Eat vegan. Don't use straws, don't use plastic bags, don't use hairspray. Drive a hybrid, drive an electric. With so many ways to help the environment, it could be overwhelming. But the easiest way to make a difference can be as simple as paying your gas bill. With the Greener Life program from Georgia Natural Gas, your natural gas usage is carbon neutral. Join Greener Life to offset the carbon emissions from heating your home and help keep Georgia a little greener. Sign up today at gng.com green. In real estate, it's all about the amenities. I should know. I'm an agent. At Hyundai, all of our models offer first-class features, like Android Auto, an available Bose premium audio system, heated front and rear seats, and wireless device charging. It's like an upscale home on wheels in here. It's your journey. Own every mile. With the latest intuitive technology, comfort, and style, Hyundai is the perfect match for your team. Test drive a new Hyundai today. Visit buyhyundai.com to find the dealer nearest you. Hyundai is an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. It's not a trait. It's not a talking point. Here, toughness is a tradition. It's woven into the white and gold. Defines everything we do on the flats. Toughness is timeless. Take away the glitz, the flash, the attention, the adulation. Only toughness can lead to greatness. And here, we have more of it than you know. It's forged some of our greatest successes, elevated us beyond what others expect, from a kick to a leap to a miracle. Hall of Famers, national champions, and those who have transformed the sport. And through it all, we've done it our way, not like anyone else, because we don't aspire to be like everyone else. So let others preach it, because we epitomize it. 
And on game day, you'll learn what Georgia Tech toughness is all about. There's no better source on Georgia Tech football than our team of Yellow Jacket Insiders. This is the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Hyundai and Georgia Tech together in tech innovation and progress with the new EV plant in Georgia. Hyundai looks forward to growing ties with the Institute and the community. Together, we're building the future of technology right here in Georgia. Hyundai and Georgia Tech. It's our journey. Andy Demetra and head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Brent Key. Another Thursday night of the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Georgia Tech versus Wake Forest on Saturday. They've met somewhat sporadically over recent years, but get used to hearing those two together because they will be one of Georgia Tech's permanent opponents moving forward now that the divisions have uh, gone the way of the dinosaur. Uh, coach, let's talk about some of your wide receivers and Eric singleton jr three games three touchdown catches he was targeted or at least uh, credited with 11 targets uh saturday versus ole miss and no better play than that 51 yard completion that he had from haynes in the third quarter to set up your score can you break down for the listeners how that play unfolded what set up ole miss to get fooled and what allowed eric to come wide open and run free yeah well i mean it was a good play call. Uh, it was a timely play call that we, we needed uh, to, to cut the margin. Uh, you know, we'd been, you know, playing a little bit of keep away as far as, uh, you know, the game to be able to, you know, set those shot plays up. And uh, we did. And then, obviously, uh, DNA took over. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah, way, when yeah. you run 10-2, you run 10-2. There's not, there's not a lot of trickery that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. There, there's more polish in Eric Singleton's route tree than I think some people want to give him credit for. We talked with Josh Crawford this week for the pregame show, and it, it's not just, you know, running vertical routes. We saw him on some comebacks and some hitches and, and showing off some of his footwork in that intermediate passing game. And I know that's sort of the next step in his evolution as, as a wide receiver, right? Yeah, it's a... Uh... You know, he's not a track guy that plays football. I'll tell you that. He's a football player that happens to run track and be very fast. Uh, we were, I was kidding around with him the other day. He was in my office and we were talking. And uh, I said, "When did you start playing football?" And I think he said when he was seven years old. So you know, he, he's he understands the game. Yeah, he's played it played it his whole life. He loves playing it. You know, he never doesn't have a smile on his face. Uh, I think he could go and play, you know, probably any skill position and, and, and have a chance to be, you know really really good at, at any of them uh just because he's got a good feel for the game um you know he came in naturally as a fast guy uh with really good hands and i think josh has has done a really good job with him bringing him along uh, but at the same time coaching him hard and coaching him the right way to be to, to have a, a guy you know elevate and elevate this quickly you know another freshman that wasn't here in the springtime that you know, comes in the summer, you know, goes through summer OTAs and, 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 and workouts and puts himself in a position to, you know, get more and more snaps as the season goes on. We've said it before on the broadcast. I know it won't be the only time you cannot kill what you cannot catch. And very few so far have proven they can catch Eric Singleton Jr. It was also good to see Avery Boyd catch not only his first career pass as a yellow jacket, but it was a touchdown in the fourth quarter. He'd tell you he should have had two uh, on that deep shot in the first half from Haynes. But uh, break down his emergence and, and what's enabled him to see that field now. Yeah, yeah I've, been, I've been really proud of Avery, you know, really from... Uh, 
you know, kind of around this time last year, you know, we, you know, we went through some things, and you know, he was having some ups and downs with 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 the game, and uh, you know, but at the end of the day, he he, he wanted to, to to graduate from Georgia Tech and and to play football here. He's continued to work through those times, and and you know, and been put in a position where, uh, you know, he starts on all four special teams. Mm. Is our leading, uh, has been a leading player on special teams. Um, you know, loves playing the teams and doing anything he can to help us out. Uh, and you know, now that his his time on offense you know, is becoming more and more. And, and look, he, like 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 you said, I mean, he knows. You know, he'd love to have that playback. You know, to go up. But you know, when you when you're six three, two hundred and thirty pounds, like he is, and can run the way he does, you know, he he has that ability to go up and, uh, you know, flip the percentages on the fifty fifty balls. And we talked about that. And, and when 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 those guys go up, those guys that, the, the you know the great ones, they want the ball thrown to them. They want to be in those positions. And they've got to have confidence and the more confidence he continues to to get i think the more you're going to see his play uh continue to, to elevate because he's got the size of a you know a big running back or a tight end or you know the speed of a receiver so he's got all those things involved you know you know physically so now to see him out there uh on the field you know starting to get his time and, and hopefully continues to improve i was going to ask the roster lists him as a wide receiver 6 230 do, do you view him more as that hybrid wide receiver tight end because you often see him in those packages with dylan and luke benson or dylan and brent Sither. And we know he can block like a tight end. As, as you explained last week, he blocked one of his guys at South Carolina State clean into you on the sideline. Yeah, the, you know, well, to speak on the blocking first, I mean, the unselfishness that that shows uh, when his number still had not been called yet. You know, he, he fits in that mold that, that Dylan, you know, and, and, and Luke and Brett and, you know, all those guys, you know, have had. But, you know, then size-wise, he, he's a matchup guy when it comes to, you know, being able to play on the end of the line of scrimmage and, and, and be able to block people, block people in space. Um, I mean, my goodness, he could probably play running back uh, if, if given the opportunity with that size. But, uh, you know, detailing him in to what he's playing now and, and uh, you know, he had, a, he had a really good spring. He did. He had made some big plays in the in the spring uh, spring game. Uh, and now to see him continue to carry that on has been, been exciting. You have a few North Carolinians on your roster who will be stepping on native soil this Saturday, one of whom is Trey Cooley out of Raleigh, North Carolina. You know, he leads your team in total touchdowns, three rushing, one receiving. 32 carries this year. He's averaging over six yards a carry. He has zero negative rushing yards, which to me is really impressive. Uh, when you sized him up in the transfer portal, w what stood out? What made you believe that Trey Cooley could be an asset for you and Buster? Well, uh, you, know, you look at a lot of different names and different people that are available and people that you want to recruit. But, you know, to have... Uh, <laughs> To have uh, Norv come in and have a pre-existing relationship with him, to know about him, uh, to to know how to coach him, uh, that that was the biggest thing. Was that, that Norv came in and, and and already had that relationship with with Trey. Uh, Paul Moala had a TFL, a pass breakup, QB hurry against Ole Miss. Has he kind of settled in in your eyes as the anchor of the linebacking core? And what kind of presence does he bring to that group, especially with some of the, the safety skills that he shows? Because that, that was his position, I, I think, when he joined the college ranks in Notre Dame. And you, you see with his ability to, to jump routes and knock down passes, he's still got a little bit of safety in him. Yeah, you know, Paul's played a lot of football uh, over the course of his college career. And, He's got experience. You know, he's he's got uh, you know knowledge of the game, which which helps. 
you know, but overall the linebacking core, you know, we, we're, we're playing uh, several guys now, and you know, between him and Trin and, Trin and uh, uh, Braylon, uh, you know, Kyle, you know, those yeah. guys are all getting in there and, and getting playing time, um, which is. You know, especially guys that have a lot of, you know, as I say, have tread on their tires uh, and have played a lot of football. It helps those guys stay fresher and, and, and tries to eat up some of the uh, uh, snap counts for them. Uh, Paul definitely wins the Well-Traveled Award. His family's from Salt Lake City. He grew up in Mishawaka, Indiana, which is the next town over from South Bend. Played at Notre Dame, then transferred to Idaho. So not a lot of connections, uh, at least in his bio, that would seem to lead him to Georgia Tech. How do you land in your guys' radar? Yes. You know, when we went through the portal, we knew we needed uh, some help with that position. Uh, we started looking for guys that had experience and, and, and had one, and had a year to, to be able to give. And, uh, you know, he was one of them. And we ended up, you know, there's not really any crazy story to it or okay. behind it. It's just uh, one of those one things where, you know, we started recruiting him and the personality fit and, and, and it fit into what we needed. Is proximity to home not as much of a factor nowadays in recruiting? Uh, you know, it, I, I know so, you have a lot of Georgians on your roster, and there is still something to be said for that. But with the portal and, and guys having multiple schools in their careers, is that not as big of a, a deal breaker now when you're trying to land a recruit? Well, you just cut me off, so obviously that's the answer you're looking for. Well, I was just trying to – I hear myself talk. Well, obviously a lot. <laughs> we got an hour to fill, Coach. I'm doing my best. <laughs> well, it sounds like you want the answer that it's not as big of a deal anymore. Uh, maybe can you confirm that it's not as big of a deal? It's a huge deal. No, actually, it's not that big of a deal. Okay, it's not as big of a deal, uh, um, especially with transfers because they're looking for opportunity. You know, most of them have have been uh, you know you know one school or you know in Paul's case two schools, and and they're they're not looking for somewhere to to sit around and uh, and, and not play. But then on, on the flip side, there's guys that want to come back home, so it, it works hand in hand. Uh, you know, with, with those guys as far as transfers. Uh, you know, the, just the world's a smaller world now, as it is, just because of, you know, technology and, and all those things. So, you know, you know, all games are on TV, so families can see see people play. So, yeah, it's probably not as big of a deal as it used to be when they were, you know, riding on trains places. Yeah, and having to listen on radio, because who wants to do that? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, appreciate you letting everybody know that every game is on television. I don't go to Chili's and ask how late the, the Applebee's is open, so... Just keep that in mind. Um, hey, check, check, right? Yeah, right. Uh, by the way, speak, speaking of hometowns, I did notice that Ole Miss's leading tackler, Trey Washington, a fellow Hewitt Trustville Husky, like the man across from me, Brent Key. Yeah, he is. Say no more. I'm not. I, I clearly. How about we take a break? We got plenty more to discuss. You, you got to gather yourself here. We still got a few more segments to go before we uh, close the page and uh, close the book and get ready to go to Winston Salem to take on the Wake Forest Demon Deacons again. Tommy Slather this Saturday at six thirty, and we will continue the conversation. Hope you're having fun. We are as well on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Oh. Every Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, including a 10-year or 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty, plus three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. Even meditation can't offer that kind of peace of mind. You can say that again. It's your journey. Own every mile. With the latest intuitive technology, comfort, and style, Hyundai is the perfect match for your team. Test drive a new Hyundai today. Visit buyhyundai.com to find the dealer nearest you. Hyundai is an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. 
2024 is closer than you think. Whoa, let's have Halloween first. The new year always brings new prices. Getting a fresh R.S. Andrews AC or furnace now is guaranteed to save you money next year. It's good to celebrate early. Just another way R.S. Andrews makes you smile. You'll save money on the new system, and you'll save for years on your energy bills. I'm smiling about the new year. rsandrews.com. How can we make you smile? Hello and welcome to the Kroger Show. At Kroger, everyone wins when it comes to saving big. Because when you order online through the Kroger app, you get the same great prices, deals, and rewards on pickup or delivery that you do in-store with no hidden fees or markups. Best of all, you'll know when items in your cart have a coupon, so you never miss a deal. So whether you're a delivery lover, picker-upper, or you shop in-store, you'll always save big at Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is our home, and at Georgia Power, we believe every Georgian deserves a clean energy future. A future that includes around-the-clock nuclear energy, producing zero emissions. And thanks to the dedication of thousands of team members, we've recently completed the newest nuclear unit at Plant Vogel. A unit that will serve our customers with reliable energy for generations to come. Learn more at georgiapower.com slash Vogel. That's georgiapower.com slash V-O-G-T-L-E. Atlanta, home of cloud, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city, you have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta. And what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football. The latest on Yellow Jackets football. It's the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Yellow Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics, Power on Georgia. Glad you're with us tonight for another edition of the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by a Hyundai. Hope it'll be a safe drive for you up to a legacy stadium in Winston-Salem this weekend. Georgia Tech taking on Wake Forest. Tommy Slether at 630. Uh, I looked this up in the last six trips that Georgia Tech has taken to Wake Forest, dating back to 1995. Coach, the final margins uh, of victory in those games, one, two, three, five. 2003 was the outlier. Tech won by 17 and then four. So five of the last six Georgia Tech games at Wake Forest have been decided by five points or less. I believe you were part of some of those, weren't you? I'd rather not be reminded. I Okay, fair enough. Uh, would it be better if I remind you that you were on the team in 1998 that beat Wake Forest 63-35 in Atlanta? Remember that one? Charlie Rogers had the punt return for a touchdown. A couple more as well. Yeah, that was, that was a great night. 63 points, and according to the AP story from that night, that was the most points that Georgia Tech had scored in the game since, you want to take a guess what year? 
the Cumberland game. <laughs> it was not too far off, 1921. So he scored the most points that night in 77 years of Georgia Tech football. Well, it, and it, it all happened about, because of outstanding blocking and penalty-free line play up front. Well, it was about 77 years ago that it happened, so, I mean. Well, give or take a few years. You know, don't look a day over 76 years from that night, so if that's a compliment for you. <laughs> Only two years older than you. Yeah, I know. Uh <laughs> Can we flip the page over to one of your young guys, Omar Daniels? Saw him get a pass breakup versus Ole Miss. And what's he been doing well to uh, slowly uh, grow into some more snaps? Yeah, excited about Omar. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got the skill set to, to, to play on the back end multiple positions. Uh, we're excited to be able to get him to really come back home to Georgia, you know, uh, you know who, who originally went uh, a little bit further away to school, but, you know, decided to come back home. And, uh, you know, he's... Uh, he, he's learning, you know, learning what to do, you know, on the defense and, and on it, honing his skill set to the point where he's going to continue to get more and more uh, playing time. Uh, this is not directly related to the game, but this is the extra yard for teachers week in the ACC where they, they bring a lot of focus and, and well-deserved attention to educators and those who have influenced uh, not only the coaches, but the players around the ACC and bringing attention to various causes to support teachers and education. This has to be meaningful for you because your mom was a teacher. Yeah, she was, you know, spent her, spent her entire career educating, uh, you know, young kids and everything from, you know, kindergarten, you know, second grade, third grade, but spent the uh, majority of her career as a third grade school teacher. It's amazing. I mean, you and I can still remember probably our kindergarten teachers, second, third grade teachers. Like When you're a teacher for that age, it is amazing the effect that, that they can have uh, on a child's life. Yeah, it is. You know, my second grade teacher, Miss Dodd, and then my third grade teacher, Miss Crawford. Wait, hold on. Your second grade was Miss Dodd? Yeah, but, th but they were actually, it was the same teacher because then she got married. But still, I mean, it, we got Bobby Dodd statue out here. And so this was destiny then that you're here in this office coaching Georgia Tech when your second grade teacher's last name was Dodd. Her maiden name. She got well, fair answer. enough. But still. Yeah. Never thought of it like that. Yeah. That's, that's a good, good I'll, point. I'll let you marinate on that while yeah, we. Uh, speaking of teachers, like we have a practice like, you know, that doesn't go the way that I expected to. I should bring my mom here. <laughs> I promise you would get it would get it would get cleaned up really quick. <laughs> Bringing the secret weapon. There. Holy cow! That would straighten up everybody. They'd be uh, at attention. Well, look, you're facing the Wake Forest team that, as we said earlier, is three and zero. They lead the nation in sacks. They've got 16 of them. They had 10 versus Old Dominion in that come from behind win. How do they try to be disruptive up front? They play hard. I mean, they are they're they're a good they're a good football team. They're well coached. You know. You know, Dave Clawson has done a tremendous job there building that program and, uh, uh, you know, aligning everyone in the program the, you know, the same way. You, you can tell that there, there's great leadership uh, by him as the head coach. You can tell that they, you know, they, they play within their scheme. You know, they know where to be. They know how to play the scheme. Uh, you know, they, they, get af they get after it. I, I think Wake Forest, though, they are most known for that slow mesh offense uh, under Dave Kloss and Warren Bergiero. His offensive coordinator has been with him since their days together at Bowling Green. Can you break down the idiosyncrasies of that slow mesh and, and what makes it a tricky defense to defend? Idiosyncrasies. It wouldn't be a Brinkley coaching show if I didn't unnecessarily drop an SAT word. 
at some point. Uh, I'll, I'll throw some I'll throw some math problems at you then. Please do. My mom was a math teacher. Yeah, a little bit of it rubbed off on me. I hope. Uh, yeah, I, I will. I will. I will promise you. We will go toe to toe. And now you'll beat me in literature and how to spell things. Like if it wasn't for the red line and Excel and on, on my phone, I, I couldn't spell. You're a big Grammarly guy, aren't you? Big what? Grammarly. You know, it's the app that cleans up your writing. Obviously, no. Okay. Because I don't know what it is. I don't need a Grammarly because I've got our sports information director, Mike Flynn, for our weekly Inside the Chart feature on RamblinRec.com. I'm, I'm a big and how is that I'm, for I'm a shameless plug? I'm a big Excel guy. I can Numbers, see that. equations, organizational structure. Yes. Uh, okay, so idiosyncrasy. Uh, what are the individualizing traits of Wake Forest offense and what makes it so tricky to defend? I did know what that word means, by the okay. way, so <laughs> just not exactly, but... <laughs> I was going to say, we may need to pump a little more money into Extra Yard for Teachers Week if you didn't know idiosyncrasies. No, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's unique. It, it really is. It's not something that, that's very commonplace. Uh, they're, they're very strategic with what they do with it. Uh, there's a reason behind it. Um, they know exactly how to, how to uh, execute it. They know the answers to it. Uh, they know what to do. Uh, and and it's, it, it ties the whole offense together. It's not just the mesh with the... Uh, quarterback and the running back. It's the way the offensive line blocks. It's the way the receivers run routes. It's the way they communicate when they're uh, you know, running routes versus blocking. Mean, it's, it's all encompassing. And as I said, you know, that, that's a sign of a, a really good coaching staff when you have that system, you've been in the system the same time, regardless of players in the system, it, it works uh, and they have answers. It almost defies belief how long they ride that mesh, but it's all based on opening up seams for their quarterbacks. I read something in The Athletic over the summer about the, their lineage of quarterbacks, John Wolford and then Jamie Newman and then Sam Harmon, who's now at Notre Dame and now the guy you'll face on Saturday, Mitch Griffiths. And with the exception of Newman, all of those guys were conventionally considered undersized quarterbacks, but that's never really an issue in that slow mesh because the way that it's styled, it's meant to open up those passing seams where quarterbacks can stare down the barrel and, and find their open receivers. This seems like a week where... Scout team QBs, and I'm not sure if it's been Aiden Simo or Brady, Brody Rhodes or, or, or Zach Gibson. It's they, they take on a lot of importance in the game planning and preparation this week and their ability to mimic uh, being the trigger man in that slow mesh. They do. Uh, it really starts with the way they block up front, you know, because if you're going to throw RPOs that are that deep, you know, obviously you can't have linemen running downfield. So it's the way they, they collect and gather up front. You know, they, they keep everything on the line of scrimmage so that they you know, not to as, as not to allow penetration to disrupt the the timing of the throw uh and then when the, with the timing of it and the, and the the slow mesh portion of it when they do decide to hand the ball off then that's when the seams really begin to open for the running backs uh so it, it takes a lot of discipline yeah um it takes uh, really a lot of coaching of our scout team to get all those guys you know the receivers are running the routes that are called but it's the it's the offensive line of the gathering the collecting you know not worrying about getting to the second level let the second level come to them you know all of those things that really uh have to be done even before the quarterback is able to execute what he's supposed to so mitch griffiths is now their quarterback replacing sam Hartman, who set the school record for passing touchdowns last year how does he profile as a quarterback and what have you seen on film of him uh, that you would consider his strengths? Executing the offense. I mean, that's that's the name of the game. And, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, 
our guy Haynes being able to go out and execute uh, what we're doing or, or you know, Wake Forest doing the same. And they've, they've shown over the years that it doesn't really matter who the trigger man is, that they're going to be able to execute and do what they do. And he's just another one in the long line of quarterbacks who have been able to come in there and have a lot of, and, and have a lot of success. I, I know that nobody inside this building underestimated Jackson Dart's running ability, the Ole Miss quarterback, but it might have caught some fans and, and viewers of the game a, a little bit by surprise. What, what do you hope that the team learned from that, knowing that you'll be facing a guy in, in Mitch Griffiths who himself is more than capable of pulling the ball down and taking off. Yeah, continuing to, to you know find balance in, in what you're doing on, on that side of the football. Of uh, look, if, if you're gonna take away certain things, you know, so, you know, there's other things that are gonna be, uh, you know, more susceptible. Uh, you know, it's, an, it's, an, it's a numbers game when, when there's more uh, guys to defend the pass, there's less guys in, in the box, and so you put more pressure on those guys and onus on them. But at the end of the day, we've, we've, we've got to become you know a better defense in, in taking in taking something away. And we then we, we've talked about that. Um, you know, I've talked with that uh, with the staff uh, about that. That you know we, we can't play tentative and, and sit back and and just you know wait on this and then have this you, you our starting point has, has got to begin and end with you know eliminating the run game and then being able to you know you know from there work with the explosive uh, plays yeah they got justice allison and demond claiborne who are rotating snaps at running back and it's all ended up so far to a three and zero record for wake forest georgia tech heading to winston-salem tomorrow in front of a 6 30 kick time on saturday from a legacy stadium in winston-salem we'll take our final time out wrap things up with head coach of the yellow jackets brent key after this is the brent key coaches show driven by hyundai on the georgia tech sports network from legend sports Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. In the stadium and around ATL, you can find New Realm's delicious Georgia Tech collaboration brews, Ale of an Engineer Golden Ale, and Hell of Vienna Lager. Find them near you today by using the beer finder at newrealmbrewing.com. And visit New Realm's Atlanta Brewery at 550 Somerset Terrace on the East Side Beltline Trail. Join us prior to Georgia Tech's football home game versus Bowling Green on Saturday, September 30th as multi-platinum country songwriter and artist Chris Jansen will be in concert at Hell of a Block Party driven by Hyundai. Hell of a Block Party driven by Hyundai transforms North Avenue into a pre-game street party starting four hours before each home game and the festivities and concerts are free. Get your game ticket and more info at ramblinrec.com. Stingham. You know Georgia Tech football is exciting to watch. But here's something you might not see. Many of the mechanical and HVAC systems on Tech's campus that make game day and everyday comfortable were built by the hands of a United Association, Local Union 72 plumber, pipe fitter, or HVAC technician. We do important work that makes a difference. If you're smart, like making great money, working with your hands, and you want a career that makes a difference, join us. Visit UA72.org. This is our home, and at Georgia Power, we believe every Georgian deserves a clean energy future. A future that includes around-the-clock nuclear energy, producing zero emissions. And thanks to the dedication of thousands of team members, we've recently completed the newest nuclear unit at Plant Vogel. A unit that will serve our customers with reliable energy for generations to come. Learn more at georgiapower.com slash Vogel. That's georgiapower.com slash V-O-G-T-L-E. It's not a trade. 
is not a talking point. Here, toughness is a tradition. It's woven into the white and gold, defines everything we do on the flats. Toughness is timeless. Take away the glitz, the flash, the attention, the adulation. Only toughness can lead to greatness. And here, we have more of it than you know. It's forged some of our greatest successes, elevated us beyond what others expect, from a kick to a lead to a miracle. Hall of Famers, national champions, and those who have transformed the sport. And through it all, we've done it our way, not like anyone else, because we don't aspire to be like everyone else. So let others preach it, because we epitomize it. And on game day, you'll learn what Georgia Tech toughness is all about. Georgia Tech football continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Georgia Tech versus Wake Forest. Can't wait to bring you all the action on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. We'll get our Ramblin' Rack kickoff show started at 4.30. And then Tommy Slather, little past 6.30 from a legacy stadium in Winston-Salem. The white and gold versus the old gold and black. Georgia Tech versus Wake Forest. Ramping things up on the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai with head coach. Coach Brent Key, uh, we, we talked about the slow mesh offense and the RPO game, and nobody gets targeted more frequently than Taylor Marin, their slot receiver. What will you need to be weary of when defending him on Saturday? Yeah, well, just that—the fact that he's the go-to guy. You know, it, uh, the the offense, you know, you know, starts and stops with the ability to execute the RPOs, and they're not traditional in, in the, you know. You know the yardage and depth. You know they they because of the way they operate their offense. They're they're deeper yardages. So we've got to understand that and be able to uh, uh, be balanced in what we do. Uh, stop the run, but understand when we stop the run, that's where they're going to go to. Well, uh, you have a pretty good run stopper and Zeke Biggers who will be making a homecoming Salisbury, North Carolina, just about uh, forty miles or so away from Winston Salem. So I know the Biggers family will be well represented. Same too with uh, Trey Cooley and his family. He's our pregame guest this week on the Ramblin' Red Kickoff Show. Uh, Zeke Biggers, by the way, I don't know if you uh, knew this, Coach. He was eleven pounds when he was born. He's six six. He, he came here at three sixty three. Slimmed down to three thirty three. But yeah, he was a big guy from birth. He had girth from birth, my friend. Yeah, you know he's he's someone. You know he, he played. Uh, you know played probably his best game last week. Uh, and uh, you know consistency is what I've you know really been been known him with. And you know he's someone that that. I've been hard on, you know, the, the defensive guy's been hard on because he has so much uh, ability in, in there, and he's, he's worked so hard to get his body in the right, you know, right place uh, to lose the weight, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited for him this weekend. I really am. I, I really hope that, you know, he has a, a game where he breaks out and, and, and really does what he can do and, 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 and takes over a game in the front, which I know he's got the ability to go do. As we sometimes say in the air, Zeke and destroy. Uh, Daquan Dow said a career-high eight tackles against Ole Miss, included the CFL. I know he was expected to be one of the load stars of the defensive line. Sometimes you have a career high in tackles. Doesn't necessarily you played up to the standard that you set for an individual, but how has Daquan's uh, season started for him? Yeah, you know, last week he, he's 
one that, you know, after the game I challenged him. I said, you know, you, you, you've got to play that way every week. You've got to, you know, play freely and, you know, work to be disruptive and, and, and the effort to the football, you know, to be able to finish on the ball. Uh, you know, that, that's something we're looking for out of all those guys. Wake Forest has the top two players in the ACC in sacks and tackles for loss. Jasheen Davis is one, and then their linebacker, Jacob Roberts, the reigning ACC linebacker of the week. He's a grad transfer from North Carolina A&T. As far as Roberts, what does he flash on the film? They're they're a linebacker. You need to give me a number? See, you know, I learned this, that the coaches are are wired totally differently, where they they don't know people by names, but they certainly know them by numbers. Yeah, I need numbers. Yeah, fair enough. You probably can tell which linebacker uh, is making those plays, and he is certainly in. I know where where he's from. I know where he transferred from. (laughs) I know his number, but I can't tell you the names. Well, how about this? Other than neutralizing Jacob Roberts and denying him a second straight conference award for linebacking play, what will be some of the other keys to a successful Saturday night for you in Winston-Salem as we now wind inside of uh, one minute on this edition of the Brent Key Show. Well, uh, on offense, we've got to be able to control the front. You know, they've got uh, you know two defensive ends, linebacker uh, that are, are productive players. They're disruptive players. We've got to be able to control the front. We've got to uh, limit the negative uh, the, the the negative plays in the run game. We've got to be able to protect the quarterback so we can execute. And on defense, uh, you know, we've got to be able to stop the run. Number one, understand when we stop the run that they are going to go to you know their RPO and their 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 play action game so to be able to be aggressive and, and, and play uh, play out in front on defense and then control the uh, control the field position with our special teams well this has been a lot of fun I appreciate you uh, sharing all your idiosyncrasies coach this has been good we'll talk to you again on Saturday 630 Georgia Tech versus Wake Forest and on that we will wrap up this edition of the Brent Key Coaches Show driven by Hyundai coach appreciate that I appreciate it man all right, go Jackets all right he's Brent Key I'm Andy Demetra we'll talk to you next time everybody have a great night and we're back with the action coke zero sugar might be the best coke ever that's right jim with an irresistible taste and zero sugar coke zero sugar is a must try for any sports fan so make sure you wait jim i didn't mean try it right now we're still on the air (laughs) Mm, best coke ever take a taste jen really no not right now jen we got a game to call Football season is here, and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm. That means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are out in full force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow is an official Georgia Tech football partner, so rest assured that with Arrow Pest and Termite Control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free pest inspection today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. Hey, babe, you ready to go? Our reservation is at 7.30. Yes, but could you get my earrings off the kitchen counter, please? Sure. Oh, this eyeliner. I don't see him! Wait, I was in the guest kitchen! Coming through, Duke. Careful! No! Try the game room kitchen! Okay! Uh, uh, stairs! Not here! Were you in the bowling alley? We have a bowling alley? $7 million can get you that kind of house, too. Play the billionaire that hands a scratcher. Part of the Billionaire Club series from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. Wherever you go this fall, greatness starts in a Ford SUV. That's because Ford Escape, Explorer, and the Spirit 
Hybrid Bronco Sport SUVs have the power, cargo space, and smart tech you need for tailgating on game day. Camping under the stars, ball festivals, romantic dinner dates, concerts, antiquing, pumpkin picking, weekend getaways, school play. For great offers on these versatile SUVs, see your local Ford dealer today. Greatness starts here. And listening to the coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai, live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets football and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network.